Welcome to the Culture of Perthic and Ross podcast for a very special episode as part of the Strathern Festival of the Arts. Today we join Dr Nicola Small and Gil Martin from the Drover's Trist as they walk the drove roads of Strathern. Up here um, in Amalri on a, a fairly overcast day, but what, what am I looking at below me? I can see the church in Amalri and we're on a definite road here, although it isn't a road like I've been on before. And um, what are we seeing? There's traffic and things in the distance, people moving around and there's sheep over to the left of us up Glen Quaich. Um, but what are we looking at here and why is this point important for, for droving? Thank you, Nicola. Amalri is an important location for the whole droving uh, activity. It lies to the north of Creef, about 10-12 miles, and it is a major location for the droving activity which came to Creef in the 17th century, uh, 18th century, uh, from the cattle collection points to the north, uh, to the, the northeast, to the north, and to the west of Scotland. The droving activity itself was a very um, fragmented activity in the sense that there wasn't a road that we know, right. a road in the modern sense. Um, we're actually standing on a bit of General Wade's road. Ah, that's, that's what it is, that's what you've, you've brought me up um, here, Wade. But we, uh, there was no Wade in the early days of droving. Um, and no roads as such. In fact, there were very few roads in Scotland. They were paths and ways. And so the drove roads as such weren't roads. They were ways through the glens. Right. Um, that cattle um, would be herded in, in a sense, but walked fairly casually um, uh, from their collection points all over the north of Scotland to the, the, the marketplaces. They had collection points um, in various locations throughout Scotland. And then they would follow a series of very interesting routes through the glens uh, to come in the first instance to, to Creef for the market and thereafter to, uh, to, to Falkirk later. Falkirk taking them down. So these cattle are coming from all over and then building up in numbers all the way down through the country and coming from all out in the Hebrides and... Is that right? Am I... Am yes, I, yeah? yes. I mean, there was probably movement of cattle from all over Scotland, um, the islands, the Outer Hebrides... A lot of ingenuity from the, the drovers themselves to move these cattle. What's interesting about the, the droving activity and, and the use of the roads is that the, the, the cattle weren't a homogeneous herd as such. They were brought together in small numbers by, the drover. And twos, by the drover and also by the dealer uh, and the taxman and, and the, 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 a number of people who worked the, the, the market yeah. as it were. And, uh, the, that group of animals was was walked in a fairly leisurely way across a, a, a broad front of animals through the glens, through the glens. from uh, pasture location to pasture location. Okay, and and we're not talking about a cow as we kind of imagine them now, are we? What kind of animal? Oh, there's a big um, tractor on his way at the yeah, back there. Um, we're not talking about a cow as we understand a cow. We're looking at a, quite a small, sturdy animal. No, the, 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 the animal that was the, the, the beast that came to market or taken to market by the drover was a, a, an animal unlike any that we would see today. Mm -hmm. um, there was generally a mix of, of the, the island cattle, which was pref generally more pre preferable for its, its, its meat and its, its uh, demeanour, and the mainland cattle, and in, interestingly, the, 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 the mainland cattle was a sort of uh, a brown, um, bracken-coloured animal, and the island cattle was uh, black cattle. 
they were very small, they were very hardy, mm-hmm. um, they were very sort of independent and capable of, of moving across the distances that, that had to, do, it's had to be undertaken. It's pretty vast, isn't it? They're well, moving sky, a long way. I looked on a map the other day, Sky to Kreef is 200 miles, wow, but that was yeah. only really the start of the journey because the eventual market was in the south of the country into England and, and down to London uh, and Norfolk where the cattle were eventually slaughtered. So th- if you calculate Sky to London, that's 700 miles that's at about d- 10 to 12 miles a day if you're lucky. If you're lucky, yeah. So the drovers walking them down right through all these glens that we're looking at just now. I mean, I'm looking up Glen Quake at the moment. It's, it's glorious. And um, and they would get pasture on the way and keep the animals going all the way into Creef. And, and really, why um, why were all roads leading to Creef? Why, why was Creef a centre at this point? I mean, is it just geographical stuff or is, it, is, there, a, is there another reason there as well? Well, I think Creef was the first location that was if you like, an outpouring of the glens to the lowlands. If you look across this part of Scotland, you've got Perth, you've got Dunkeld, you've got Creef, you've then got Crianlarich and the west. And if you're aggregating animals from all over Scotland, Creef is a logical place to come um, for that first point at which the traffic of cattle coming out of the glens hits an area which is, first of all, big enough to hold a large-scale market because we're talking about considerable number numbers of cattle coming to market probably much safer we are still during the time of political and economic troubles throughout scotland okay, yeah, yeah. and we can what well, years are we looking at here 1720s at creef we're looking at um the early 18th century so 17 1720s was when the, the official market annual market and weekly markets were um, given permission to be held right. by an act of parliament through the Duke of Perth. And at that time, because it became much more official, it became much more safer, they were able to engage um, various forms of security to ensure that the, there was a semblance of order. And I'm sure <laughs> semblance of order time. is maybe something that we should take with a big bit yeah. of, of salt. Uh, because the thieving and <laughs> cattle rustling was probably taking place all over. In fact, Perthshire was one of the preeminent locations for cattle, cattle thievery. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the big stories of this as well, is that, you know, I mean, the drover would protect, you know, I, I presume have to um, protect the animals as well from that kind of threat. Was that, is that another part of this? Yes, I, th- I think the drover had to be predominantly men and, and boys, uh, you know, always men, uh, had to be multitasked to say yeah, the very least. They had to have uh, an awareness of how to... Um, drive the cattle at a pace and a speed that was convenient for the cattle but also they had a target to get to a market to get to Creef. that was their that was their they, job to get there they had to be navigators in the sense that there were very few maps and they mm-hmm. they learnt the the routes but also the way to take make those routes in terms of passing uh, watercourses and places to, to settle for the night with good pasture so they they learnt that it was either passed down or uh, from 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 one group to the next, or they'd hear um, information from other people. They invariably had to be um, commercially aware um, yeah. to take part in the, the cattle trading, um, and they probably had to be 
relatively diplomatic to be able to <laughs> to manage um, it all, all get the way down. on with other people yeah. if they saw that there was a um, any kind uh, th of there was a bit of shenanigans going on. <laughs> so everyone everyone heads to heads to Creef, and there are other routes too. I mean, we're standing at Amal Ree, which is which is one of the sort of joining points here. But we're we're also talking about um, other locations, which we're probably going to have a walk to as well today or tomorrow. So um, you can walk all these routes now, and you can you can search them out, and you can find them for yourself if you want. There's kind of information and your your website on Strathern and Creef Drovers Trist is a, a you know you have a yearly festival of walking and celebrating some of these routes actually as well as getting people out to enjoy the countryside I mean that is it, it's keeping this legacy of where we know about what we know about these roads and routes is that um, is that part of what you're doing with the Drovers Trist? Yes it is the the Drovers Trist is a as you mentioned it's an annual walking festival and we try and give something for everybody we do them in rows uh, we do walks that engage historic and um, nature uh, interests, but we also uh, commemorate the, the droving activities by undertaking uh, linear routes through the glens, which invariably follow a drove a drove route as such. And that's an opportunity to participate in uh, a walk that would have been a drove route. And sometimes we go from north to south, other times we go from south to north. But that commemorates uh, the droving activity, and we also want to tell those who participate in the walks um, as much uh, about the history, history and the heritage of, of where we are. So, I mean, it's one of the things that made Creef the centre it was for quite some time then, isn't it? I mean, the, the, the fact that these markets, I mean, we're not talking about a market in the way that you and I maybe think about a market as well. You know, you're talking about a lot of animals and people descending on a place for a short time to do their business. But, um, you know, that that's why Creef, is that why Creef was a centre at that time and, and developed over time? Or I think we're talking about organised chaos because um, <laughs> there was a definite need for a commercial transaction to take place. Creef was the location that right. became, uh, th through sort of chance but also design, it was a logical place to hold the market um, for many, many years. Uh, there was a reason for the market was primarily to trade the, tr the cattle, but, but obviously there would be many other things going on. Mm -hmm. uh, these uh, drovers and the dealers who would sometimes be a drover but might also travel independently to the drover to the market uh, had probably been on the road for several weeks mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at the time of arriving at grief and there would be an opportunity to do the next stage in the transaction of moving these cattle to the south there would be um, obviously celebration if, if things went well <laughs> and despondency um, if they didn't go well either way there would be an opportunity to Socialise. Socialise, shall we say. That's uh, it, yeah. <laughs> but also I think there would have been a great number of other traders active at the time selling food um, and various other vittles yeah. to so all, all the So it all helps to develop a town like Creef in some ways. That's part of its history and part of the way it developed over time. Yes, the, um, the market must have been a fairly wild activity, not only because you had at times nearly 20, 30,000 cattle being I mean, Yeah, I can't get over the numbers. I mean, you wouldn't see that number maybe coming through Amalri, would you? Will it, will it be getting up that close? Or would well, it? Well, I, I think the the movement of the cattle had to be done in relatively small numbers. Yeah. Um, but they all come together eventually and then... They were they coalesced at the Creef. They were probably organised in groups through the fields um, and the common land either side of Creef, uh, down to the urn, probably four or five miles either side, maybe. I'd love to hear from anyone down in that area who maybe has that history in their family of their, their land being used at that time as well. You wonder if there's people 
hopefully they'll maybe hear the podcast as well. We'd be interested in getting in touch about Absolutely. that. Have you met people through the Drovers Trust who have been interested in that way and locally? Well, well there are knowledge? stories of people who know areas where the cattle um, would have been. Would have been. And I, I, I don't have sufficient knowledge to, to, to be able to tell, but even today, certainly where the land has been relatively untouched for a good period of time, people say they can tell areas that have had evidence of being pasture during the, the droving days the where the cattle grazed very heavily on a particular piece of land. Um, obviously that land then had a form of, of, of cultivation and you can still see evidence of that no matter yeah. that be a romantic idea might but, be uh, it might be but we like that we like that when we're out walking and seeing right well, i think we're going to take a, a walk a wee bit further up the hill and just get another wee vantage point and we'll talk a wee bit more about the drover's life in the, in the next in the next wee bit but um the dogs are getting restless so we'll take a wee walk up and just uh, have a look at some other scenery as well and just see what else we can see on the road thanks for listening Join us tomorrow for another very special episode of the Culture Perth and Kinross podcast.